How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Morning. How we doing? So fair, let it go on along. You're hot. They don't hear you that. Oh. Told us we're hot, meaning we're on the air. Like we're doing our good. We're on fire. Hot. No, our microphones oh. are hot. So stop your unending stream of foul language oh, because sorry. we're back on the radio. That's really what he's talking about. Ben and Woods, we're live at Ale Smith. It is Friday morning. It is playoff day. So Woods told me to bring my headshots to sign. The, the funny thing is. They're it's, awesome. It's kind of a. I mean, it's kind of a joke because I have had this stack of headshots yeah. for 15 years. <laughs> I have signed. How many more have of, you given out? I have lines? signed more of them today than in the last 15 years combined. <laughs> You're not hanging in a dry cleaner somewhere, like? Um, no, Luka? I'm not. I'm not uh, on the wall of a Mexican restaurant. Okay. I'm not at a dry cleaner. I have never seen my picture up anywhere as local celebrity who patronizes this establishment. Yeah. Will, you sign oh, ben, will you sign one for me right now? Oh, no, ben Higgins you do not get his, one. Ben Higgins brings his dry cleaning here. I'm all in. <laughs> no, that does not happen. Like Richard Dreyfus, Chevy Chase, Ben Higgins. So, uh, yeah, we're waiting to see the final uh, roster submissions. So you're in now. It's 7:01. So uh, they have been submitted for the wild card round. Does that necessarily I, mean we will know them? No, no. But I, I did see yesterday Bob Melvin said they are leaning toward 14 position players, 12 pitchers, I believe I saw. So they should have everyone that was on the position player roster to end the season, including Brandon Dixon, Trent Grisham, Jose Azokar. All of them will make the postseason roster if that's the case. They'll have to slice a couple of pitchers, and we wonder if Mike Clevenger will be one of them. Uh, he did get a COVID negative test. He did not fly with the team, but apparently You're welcome everybody. Flew. Like my apologies. You, did, yes, you now. did not infect him with anything. Thank you. Uh, apparently, he took a late flight and has joined the team in New York. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's on the postseason roster for this series. For now, sure, you can change it series to series, and with only three games and three starting pitchers needed, 
you don't really need a fourth starting pitcher. Nope. And, and you do have to kind of plan to hold someone back for a game one on Tuesday if this series goes the distance to three games. See, you can't you can't burn through five starting pitchers in three games. No, you can't. E- well, I mean, if it wins you, if you told Bob Melvin, hey, it'll win you the series, but you're going to have to use them all, he'd do it. And then you throw, you know, you just kind of throw your hands up and try to figure out a way to beat the Dodgers with somebody on really, really short rest. But I think they'll do what they have to do. But you can't even be tempted by it, Ben, if you just leave the guy off. If you, just, you can't be tempted to go, I wonder if Clev could mow through these guys when you just leave them off the roster entirely so you're not tempted to go uh, do something goofy like that. Uh, we're going to play a little take on Woods in just a couple of minutes. Here's some, some breaking news. I guess I mean we talked about it earlier in this week, but some video has surfaced of that Draymond Dude, Green, yeah. Jordan Poole Holy fight this at isn't, Warriors uh, practice. This isn't the typical put, I push you, you push me, we go nose to nose, and then people break it up. Right. He hold knocked me, him it's out not Hold cold. me back, hold me back. No, it's Draymond goes up, gives him a two-handed shove, and then cold cocks him uh, with Poole a right. pushed him first, though. Yeah, pull pushed, and then Draymond absolutely with a Mike Tyson Just right. knocked. I was like, <laughs> Jordan Poole got messed up on that shot. Absolutely. Uh, Draymond apologized, issued an apology yesterday, and now that you've seen the video, you can kind of understand why a teammate might might feel a little bad. It's not, it's not unheard of for teammates in any sport, in a practice, in a training camp setting, to get into a bit of a scuffle. It yep. happens all the time. This, the video of this, though, is more than just two guys, you know, on each other's nerves. Yeah, it no, is, this is a, this it, is a, he knocked him out. Yeah, it's a, it's a big blow, and it's something that this will, with that video now, which will be circulating everywhere today, Obviously, it's not the way you want to start a season when you're, you know, defending a title. Uh, you're going to be dealing with this and the fallout from this for, for quite some time. 100%. For Steve Kerr and the Warriors. We got a caller. Uh, are we doing gonna, someone we're here? Doing, where's Keith? All right, we got we got someone oh, actually, someone live? yeah, right. live okay. and and in here. So Woods is going to take off. Let's get to it. Let's play. Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. All right, this hour of Ben Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. It is time for Take on Woods. It's our daily musical trivia challenge, and we've got Tier 1 Keith here. Keith sits down next to me. Good to meet you, Keith. How are you doing? Thanks for coming out today. I appreciate it. All right, uh, you know the rules. Five questions, 60 seconds. You'll get to pick the category. Woods has gone outside. He doesn't hear any of this. If you can beat or tie him, you will qualify for our October grand prize drawing for a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, plus a VIP pot at the Westgate Superbook, the world's largest race and sportsbook, and a $250 food and beverage credit. Now, your advantage, and this may be a little more nerve-wracking than some games of Take on Woods that we've played, is you get to pick the category, and you can keep Woods in the dark if you'd like. So here are the three selections for you today. We'll bring back Potty Mouth, as uh, written by Tier 1 George. Song titles with some colorful language in them. Have to be careful there. We've got Love at First Sight, five song titles that begin with the word love. And we have Fourth Down, which is musical answers, including either the number four or the word for F-O-U-R. So... Of those three categories, potty mouth, love at first sight, or fourth down, what would you like to play, Keith? Oh man. Okay. Uh, let's go with let's go with love at first sight. Love at first sight. All I right. Love the actual 
like literal first word? The literal first word okay. of all five song titles oh boy. in okay. today's category. So you'll have 60 seconds. If you don't know an answer, you can pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. First question is always our two-second song. You can hear all the music and everything? Yes. All right, so Adam's back at the studio. He will uh, cue up our two-second song. You need to give me both the title, Love Something, and the artist on that one to score the point, and then we'll go on from there. Keith, you ready to play? Yes. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Adam, you ready back there? I'll assume your silence is good to go. <laughs> all right, 60 seconds on the clock. The category, Love at First Sight. Your time begins when... Adam plays our music. Good luck, Keith. Here we go. Let's take on Woods. Uh, Love Fool, Sixpence, None the Richer. Ooh, close, but no. In which early hit for Taylor Swift does she reference Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet? Um, pass. Which mostly acoustic guitar-driven Justin Bieber song was Billboard's number one hit in 2016? Pass. Rihanna asked the question, just going to stand there and watch me burn at the start of which 2010 hit by Eminem? Um, I know this because I was just listening to it the other day, too. <laughs> it's tough. Pass. It's hard when there's so many people looking at you. Where My Rosemary Goes is the subtitle to which 1971 song by Edison Lighthouse? Pass. Go back to our two-second song, Adam. Oh, we already got that one. Which early hit for Taylor Swift does she reference Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet? Uh, wait, say it again. Which early hit for Taylor Swift does she reference Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet? Um, oh, my God. I know that you, got a, you got a half a point. You got Love Fool, but it was the card, the Cardigans. Cardigans. Not six, six oh, pence, none the okay. richer. I, know. I hear the other answers before we bring Woods in. Love Story is Taylor Swift. Love, Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Love the Way You Lie by Eminem and Rihanna. That's right. And Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes. All right, Never Keith, I don't think that's going to work out for you, but uh, someone go get Woods. Call him back Where in. Did he go? He's had to go far enough away that he didn't hear it. Hey, Keith, give Keith a round of applause. Thank you. Thank we you. Don't, don't, don't give it away. Let's keep ner Woods nervous like he's got a five score to, to, to nail. All right, here he comes back. Keith will uh, hand the mic and the headset over to Woodsy. Adam will reset all of our questions and our two-second song. Okay, we got a hush here on the audience. There's a hush. The drama is building. The tension is real here on Take you On Woods. Again. Okay. All right, I 60 seconds before. back on the clock. You don't get the category. Your time begins when Adam plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Keith. Uh, pass. In which early hit for Taylor Swift does she reference Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet? Dear John. Which mostly acoustic-driven guitar Justin Bieber song was Billboard's number one hit in 2016? <laughs> Pass. Rihanna asked the question, just going to stand there and watch me burn at the start of which 2010 hit by Eminem? Love the way you lie. Correct. Where My Rosemary Goes is the subtitle to which 1971 song by Edison Lighthouse? No idea. Pass. Go back to our two-second song. <laughs> this is... Uh... I don't know who the artist is. It's Love Me, isn't it? It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not close. All right, kill me. Which early hit for Taylor? <laughs> you know, you got, uh, which mostly acoustic guitar-driven Justin Bieber song was Bill Baby. No, uh, you got that one. Where My Rosemary Goes is the subtitle to which mm. 1970. One wow. point, Woods. 
I freeze in person. We got to combine one and for by ten. a one nothing score. No. <laughs> One for ten. So the, cate- the category was love at first sight. Every song started with the word love. Love Fool by the love Cardigans. Fool. Love Story by Taylor Swift. Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Love the Way You Lie You Got. You're mm-hmm. winning. And Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes by I've Edison Lighthouse. I've never heard of Edison Lighthouse. Uh, you know, it's not. It's not. I've heard the song before. It, it's referenced in Reservoir Dogs, I believe, with a radio host, he said. Oh, really? Yeah. Love grows where my rose. Who wrote that category? I wrote that one. Everyone always says, "Why are the songs so old?" So I include a bunch of songs from this century. Yeah, and no one can get any of them. What 1971 hit? Four songs from this century, and and no one gets any of them. Bieber, Swift. You thought I was going to slay that one, huh? That's probably why you did it. I didn't. No, I was trying to mix things up a little bit. One nothing. Holy crap! One nothing score. What a letdown. With the live audience here at Ailsmith. What a letdown. Kind of like last night's football game. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk. Do we have to talk about it? We I don't. Lost. I, I mean, lost. I lost money other on than it, the, and it was Other awful. than the fact that it was hilarious, even even like NFL commentators like National going, this is the worst game I've ever Michaels seen. Al Michaels was basically like, this is the worst job. I hate this. This sucks. They broke he, down the, uh, the Amazon payment for the, the it's like 13 billion dollars yeah, for 11 years for the, because basically they paid 17 plus million dollars for, for this that game, game they at one point i swear to god i heard him go <laughs> like just bored out of his mind it was so bad so it was colts at the broncos it's denver you know everyone's there for prime time the game goes to overtime and they show a shot they're leaving they're streaming, they're out, streaming of the out of the it's stadium. such a bad game that they're not even staying for overtime to see who's going to win this football game buddy you want to talk about nothing my- but field goals. There was not a touchdown in the game. You it want to talk 12, about nine. buyer's remorse? Is <laughs> Russell Wilson? You're just like, what? And, of course, the game ends as the Broncos go for it on fourth and one yep. from inside the five. They could kick a field goal yep. and, and probably get a tie because there's less than three minutes to go in overtime. They go for it. Incomplete pass in the end zone because they can't complete anything at all. And they lose 12 to nine. So bad. In one of the more dismal <laughs> NFL football games you will ever, ever see. Yeah. I, uh, Just my, like that game of Take on Woods. Got my teeth kicked in on that one last night for sure. Uh, yeah, it was. That uh, you was, were the Colts. You got one more field goal, and you won the game somehow. I took the Broncos. Yeah. No, but in oh. Take on Woods, oh, you were take the Colts. A, yeah, yeah, that's fine. One nothing in person. Wow. that's a, told you guys that bit sucked. Um, I just wasted one of our don't do this stories, I think, with that game last night. That could have easily that been That was one. terrible. That was terrible. I don't, we'll come want, up, I, I don't even really want to do don't do this. Uh, we'll, I just we'll come up with something. Uh, we'll keep going next. All right, uh, don't go anywhere. we got more Ben and Woods coming up live from Alesmith Brewing Company off Miramar Road. Come join us if you are on your way to work. Get your playoff we got bag. some time uh, left. we got coffee. We've got beer. we got tier ones. It's right off Miramar Road. If you're going east, just past the pyramid, turn left. Head right on down. You cannot miss it. It's a playoff Friday. Woods with don't, his hyperventilation bag. On San Diego's number one sports station, let's check traffic right now on 97.3 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. I'll tell you what would have been a don't do this, having any offensive players in your fantasy football lineup. Jack, did you have any offensive players yesterday? Sorry. Terrible. There was no touchdowns, nothing that went on. Uh, don't make that mistake. Check out the Reception Perception podcast for insights on which wide receivers to start this week to rack up a big fantasy win. Matt and James have the unique analysis to predict who's going to be a boom and who's going to be a bust. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow Reception Perception on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I'll start us out on Don't Do This Today. Uh, So a fan is suing the New England Patriots (laughs) for $1 million because he says that they they damaged a U.S. flag that he purchased that was signed by Tom Brady (laughs) by improperly displaying it in the team's Hall of Fame at Gillette Stadium. So, uh, yeah, Daniel Vital, 42 years old, from... Hampstead, New Hampshire, bought the flag as an investment in 2020, but then loaned it back to the Patriots, who said, you can display this flag yeah. that, that Tom Brady signed. But he says that they, I guess they didn't take care of it right the right way, and the signature faded, and the flag, I mean, it faded, it wasn't the same. And he says that the value has been reduced by as much as $1 million. He'll probably win that. I don't know. If I loan you something and you... Is that even good memorabilia, an American flag? Are you allowed to sign American flags? Isn't that ruining the flag itself? Isn't that flag desecration? (laughs) I I believe that you're right. I would feel really uncomfortable about autographing an American flag. Yeah, that's what I'm very... I'm curious about here. But Brady's signature written in blue Sharpie 
U.S. flag signed by Tom Brady. You're not even supposed to sign the flag. No, dude. That makes no sense. It doesn't. He says it's a priceless piece of sports memorabilia. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've a historical never heard that. artifact that flew over the now closed Foxborough Stadium on December 22nd. All right, easy with the historical artifact, right? <laughs> yeah, it flew outside I of feel Foxborough. Like he, I think this is a shakedown of the Patriots in my mind. I think he could win it. Actually, they uh, borrowed it from him and, did. and then damaged it. That's on them. Neither the lighting. Nor the glass were designed to protect autographed okay. sports memorabilia, he done. says. Done, done. Give him give okay. his money. Uh, guess who's back in the news for Don't Do This? Antonio Brown, shocker. He's being dragged Second into court. Time this week. Yeah, b- being dragged into court yet again. A Florida man claims that uh, he sold him a watch for $160,000. The guy bought it from AB. And... Uh, Turns out he had purchased that watch in Dubai for five hundred dollars, less than five hundred dollars. Now, if you can buy, if you can give somebody five hundred dollars, turn it into one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That may be the best investment I, of I'm all sorry, time. I'm sorry, I can't stop picturing, picturing AB walking around with a the jacket. Coat. Yeah, opening up. Want to buy a watch? I got a Rolex. Hundred and sixty thousand. Want to buy a watch? Hundred sixty thousand. Okay, so that's the funny. So thing. it's a fake. It's a fake. It's a fake. It's not real. So when I was in New York this week, I yep. saw I saw one of those guys on the street had a fake like like Gucci bag. Yeah. He's in the yeah, Louis what's, Vuitton. What's the one? Is that the yeah. one with the little symbols yep. all over the place? The Louis Vuitton. Yep. But it's not. We you know it's not, it's not real. real. They don't sell those no. things on the street. And I walk by. I'm expecting to get the hard sell because I probably look like a you know a. A rube from the sticks, obviously. I'm not you from the sticks. You literally are a rube from the sticks, though. And he looks at me and goes, keep walking. You're an ex-cop from L.A., aren't you? Oh, my God. And I go, what? <laughs> he goes, I know. I can spot you from a mile away. Oh, my you God. ex-cop from Los Angeles, aren't you? You're like, I do love and Los go, Angeles well, with every fiber of my uh, being, but I'm not a police officer. I'm, I am from the West Coast, but you couldn't really be further from the truth on ex-cop. And I, I just kept walking. So, so you didn't buy anything. I guess I give off. Cop retired vibe? cop vibes. Does he get violent with you? Like, look, man, I'm not was, going back. I'm, right? I'm not going it. back. I was a little worried. I mean, like, what does he have against me? What did he see in my face? That Does Ben look like a cop? I think he does look like a cop a little bit. The only, like, you would be, like, you would like be, the donut you would eating. Be an the I, donut eating. No, you would be in internal <laughs> affairs. You'd be ratting on everybody. Okay. That's what you would be doing. Oh, man, that is, uh, that's fantastic. I used to buy those fake tags, um, Tag Hewer, Tag Hoyer, however you say it, the watches in New York all the time. You buy like ten or twelve for a hundred bucks. I mean, if it Kate, Kate, if it tells the time, no, they didn't. They broke. They oh, just looked right. cool. <laughs> they you, they never worked. But my brother and I had like we had troughs of those fake watches. <laughs> yeah, I think my dad had a fake Rolly from there. Uh, but no, one hundred sixty thousand dollars. This guy's suing uh, AB to get his money back and probably won't get it. Maybe. I mean, you can't sell someone merchandise though and say it's one thing and then not deliver yeah 100 percent. it's fraud it's fraudulent all right finally uh, a little do do this here on a friday how about this the uh sticking to it uh albert pujols said uh this week that he almost called it quits he almost retired this summer when things weren't going well he couldn't even find his way into the lineup and he contemplated early retirement back in june when he was hitting 198 had just four home runs at 17 to go to get to 700. That's nuts. And at that man. pace, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna come near it. He wasn't gonna sniff it. And he was thinking, what's the point of me sitting around taking up a roster spot? I'm, yeah. I'm, hurt. I'm not helping the team. You know, this this is a waste of time. I shouldn't even be here. So he said, he swears, I 
There were some times I asked myself whether I should quit and whether I should retire. He decided to stick with it. So, you know, he gets hot, obviously, and goes on a tear, gets to 700. More importantly, was one of the Cardinals' best hitters down the stretch as they pulled away and clinched an NL Central title. Do they even do they even make the playoffs without Albert Pujols? Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. But he almost said, I'm done with it back in June and, and hung it up a few months early. Um, I think I'm glad, and baseball fans and certainly Cardinals fans and Albert, very glad he decided to stick it out for, for a little while longer to see how it would play out. We've got uh, an update here. The Rays have sent out their postseason roster, but uh, nothing from the Padres yet. Uh, still trying to figure out who's going to be on there's the roster. Been a, uh, there's a holdup. There's a little holdup, we got I some guess. inside information that there's some sort of holdup. Nothing hold up. good or bad, just a Delay. clerical holdup. Huh. Maybe there was a misspelling somewhere. You have to make sure that you get the right <laughs> they people. They want to check somebody's birth certificate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. They're trying to sneak you Tatis want, in the lineup. You're like, going to say, uh, AJ, you, you can't do that's that. Jorge Alfaro. That's Jorge Alfaro. This is Jorge Alfaro. That's actually Fernando Tatis. <laughs> you don't want someone named Brick Smell having to start tomorrow because you typed in the name Brick wrong. Smell. Instead of Lake Snell. All right. I'm going to take it to the house, guys. Let's right. don't do this for what, Friday. Two and a half hours no, left of this. We're not done yet. Adam, that was don't that do this. That was don't go. do this with Ben and Woods <laughs> on 97.3 The Fan. So we had to. We need to be flexible here, yes? Yes. Well, that's so. I mean, we could have AJ call in, but he won't be able to answer any questions. All right, have, so, so the roster needs to come out, then AJ can come on. So we're going to wait for the roster to come out, and then we'll have AJ Preller. But it could be any time. could be in the next segment. could be at the top of the hour. We're not totally sure. We will talk to Padres general manager, yeah. though. AJ Preller coming up, He's up. here. He's Adam. We are uh, live from Ale Smith Brewing. Make some noise, everybody. Listen to that, man. It is 728 on a Friday. Tier 1 show up every single time. Uh, come on down here. Let's do a toast at 8 o'clock. How about that? It's Ben and Woods one. on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Unless A.J. Preller is on the phone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by On Deck Small Business Loans. When you own a small business, sometimes you need funds fast. So go to ondeck.com, America's largest online small business lender. On Deck makes it easy to apply in minutes. Apply for your loan today at ondeck.com. Woods is shedding layers. You're hot. You're, I am very hot. I'm you're kind of nervously twitching around. You realize the game is still eight and a half hours away. That's fine. We are, we're back at that time of year. It's the time of year where it is freezing cold when we get up for work in the morning. But then by the time the sun comes up, you're sweating. (laughs) Man, our boy John Conniff from Mad Friars gave us some more gear. Here you go, Paulie. Super soft. Benny, with the Ooh, uh, like you got that. the collared. Yeah, but it's, it's perfect. good for you. play golf in this. Yes. This is nice. Thank you, John. Matt Thank Fryers. You, John. You guys Great season covering Padres minor league baseball. Had a championship down at Lake Elsinore yep. this year uh, in the California League. You had uh, the El Paso Chihuahuas made it to the PCL championship game as well. 
Um, and we're still waiting on that Padres uh, playoff roster. Uh, whatever the holdup is, as soon as it's officially submitted and accepted by Major League Baseball, uh, we should be joined by Padres general manager A.J. Preller on our Friday management report. But until then, we're live at Smith. We'll continue on on a playoff Friday after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. So this uh, series between the Padres and the Mets, uh, a bit of a reunion for a few guys, including uh, probably the second at-bat of the game tonight will be Max Scherzer against Juan Soto, who were former teammates with the Washington Nationals, won a World Series together in 2019. And then, of course, uh, Scherzer was traded to the Dodgers last year yep, and then signed with the Mets this year. And, of course, Soto traded to the Padres uh, this summer, the last at bat. Remember the last home run that Juan Soto hit for the Washington Nationals on August first, before he was traded, came off of Max Scherzer. So he's had some success against Scherzer this year. But these guys are pretty tight. Uh, you remember in the the 2020 season when the Dodgers were in the World Series and Max Scherzer was pitching. Juan Soto was there, Soto sitting was there, like front row, sitting yeah. front row right. to, watch to watch Max Scherzer pitch. So. These guys are pretty close. Uh, you know, Juan Soto was a 20-year-old back in the 2019 playoffs and World Series when he went on that incredible tear, five home runs, and really helped lift the, the Nationals offensively uh, to their World Series title. Scherzer talked a little bit about it yesterday. Baseball's funny. You know, he's one of your great friends, and now i got to get him out. in yeah. like huge situation on a huge stage. So those guys get together tonight. And then, of course, you have the reunion with Bob Melvin and – Buck Showalter and Manny and Buck and as Manny well. and yeah. Buck Showalter. So, so Bob and he talked about it in some of the the pre press conferences yesterday. Uh, has known Buck for a really long time. In fact, he played for Buck Showalter when Buck was a really young manager with the Yankees, nineteen ninety four, and Bob was near the end of his career as a catcher. And he said he learned a lot. Uh, here's a little bit of the Q and A yesterday with Bob Melvin talking about his counterpart manager for the Mets. What's it like to, you know, you did play for Buck and now you're managing it against him in the playoffs. Is it baseball's circle of life in some way? Or what's what's that like to live those two relationships? Yeah, I also played against him in double A. So we're, we're not that far off in, in age. He was a really young manager when I played for him and I was an older player at that point in time. But, you know, it does come full circle. You know, we played against each other, managed, you know, he managed me and I take a lot of, you know, of, of what I do now was influenced by him, even though, you know, he was a younger manager at the time. I've watched him very closely over the years. We've maintained a relationship. So, you know, it's pretty cool to be in this situation. Yet, once you get on the field and you're, you're playing games, he's probably the last guy I'm thinking about. I'm trying to run my team the way I think is best suited, and he's going to be doing the same thing on his side. You said you were influenced by him in what way? You know, he, he was the first manager that kind of explained to me why I would you know was playing on a certain day. And I didn't get to play a ton, so it was important to me. And he let me prepare, you know, for, for a particular pitcher. So he would say, okay, you're playing on this day. It might have been two or three days before. And I was able to kind of visualize and prepare for it. And I appreciated that because as a bench player, you know, especially back then, rosters were used a little bit differently. You know, the bench players basically showed up, you know, like a, a football player Sunday at 1. And, you know, nowadays you're trying to get your, your role in bench players in there where they have the best chance to, to be successful. So isn't that interesting that Bob Melvin said one of the great things he learned from Buck Showalter was the communication of knowing when I'm going to be in, how to prepare, when to be ready. 
But then Buck Showalter in this series is kind of leaving his starting pitching these guys up in the air hanging, yeah. waiting, hey, I can't tell you because it depends on – I'm sure he said, hey, if we win, you're in here. If we don't, sure. you're in here. But he's given them a couple of different options of when they might be pitching. That's not what Bob Melvin learned from Buck Showalter uh, way back in the 1990s when he played for him. Yeah, he's already going against the grain, <laughs> which is what Buck Showalter uh, – he's done well. He's also – he's made really questionable decisions as well. I mean, look, no manager is, is infallible to bad decisions – and, and poor decisions in the playoffs. The pressure's way, way up. The game is very, very fast. Uh, Buck Showalter has, has made some of those mistakes. Bob Melvin's made some of those mistakes in the postseason as well. So um, we all know, you know what Dave Roberts does in the postseason. Well, we like Buck. We've had him on. He's great. I, I, I like Buck. Buck. I always have. One of the reasons that I do like Buck Showalter, Mets love and I know, but it's because he loves Manny Machado and has yes. always loved no him doubt. and has said, what other people have been afraid to say for many years, even before, you know, this last couple of years, that Manny Machado is one of the greatest ball players he has ever seen. And yep. Buck Showalter seen a ton of them. Manny uh, was, you know, talking on the podium yesterday, and he was asked about his relationship, played about eight seasons under Buck Showalter in Baltimore at the start of his career. So formative years for Manny. Here's uh, him talking about his former skipper. Hey, Manny, a two-part question about Buck Showalter. Uh, one, as someone who played for him for so long, what is it about him that allows him to connect immediately with teams when he takes them over? And secondly, what's it going to be like competing against someone with whom you competed with for so long? Yeah, um, you know, obviously, you know, me and Buck go a long way. Uh, so, um, you know, kind of know, know his tactics a little bit. Uh, you know, know how he... he he kind of likes to go about things, um, but you know, ultimately, he's he's he's, he's a great manager, and uh, you know, there, there was there was no doubt when he when, when he signed here, what he was going to do with that with that ball club, and and for sure he did it with with, with the team that they got over there. So, um, you know, ultimately, it's, it's about going out there and, and worrying about ourselves, worrying about what we could possibly do to uh, you know try to win that game, and um, you know, we know that we have our hands full, and um, you know. We've had our hands full all year, so uh, you know. Ultimately, it's just going out there, and I think it's just just taking in the moment, enjoying this, enjoying this to the fullest, and uh, you know, making the best of it. AJ Casabo, having played for Buck and now having played for Bob, how would you kind of compare and contrast the style? You, you can, you never can. I mean, I think that's that's that's. I mean, they're they're both you know managers managers of the year. Um, you know, I think they've 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 gone a long way. I think they're both unique in their own ways, and. Um, you know, uh, you know, you, you really can't choose one. I mean, I think they're they're, they're both great managers, and and it's shown, um, you know, with their records and and how they carry teams, and um, you know. But obviously now getting to know getting to know Bob pretty well, and um, you know, seeing a different side of him, he's he's definitely a guy that cares for his players, and um, you know, brings the best out of his players every single day. So uh, you know, I've been lucky to have some pretty good man- managers. So. He knows Buck Showalter's tactics. It's uh, it's not like a football team, though, knowing like your tendencies on running plays versus passing plays. Very little surprises you yeah. in baseball. A pickoff attempt here or there, but for the most part, you know, it's just you know guys who know each other and have respect for each other uh, out on the field this season. Well, I mean, Buck knows how to pitch Manny Machado. You know, he knows how to tell his team how to pitch Manny Machado. He knows Manny well. He knows what gets in Manny's dome and what doesn't, and they're going to try everything they can to upset uh, Manny Machado. All right, so uh, we just had it uh, released. Here is the uh, wild card roster for the Padres, and A.J. Preller should be calling us uh, here momentarily. 
I'll just say this. Uh, really no surprises other than no Mike Clevenger on the, the wild card roster. I, don't, I wouldn't even call that really a surprise. No. Uh, even without the illness, I think there was a good chance. We talked about it earlier this week that he'd be left off to be held back for a potential game one of the a division series on Monday. Uh, that means all the position players make it, including uh, Brandon Dixon's going to be there, you know, Trent Grisham, Jose Azokar, they're all there. Uh, no Craig Stam and Sean Manaya will be the long guy if they need to eat some innings, it looks like, in the bullpen. Really pretty, pretty much what we discussed yeah. uh, for the most part this week. Yeah, I mean, Timmy Hill, Robert Suarez. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the full bullpen yeah, the full minus bullpen. Greg Stammen and yep. Mike Clevenger. And, and Nabil Krismat. No, and Nabil didn't make it either. So. But, you know, that's why they ate so many innings on Wednesday. In the, yep. in, you know, in the finale, they expected not to pitch uh, in this in this series. They were just uh, eating some innings on the last day of the season. To <laughs> what rest a week guys. for Brandon Dixon, by the way. Get called up, play a couple games, get a few ABs, get a few and no, by the way, you're going to New York. You're on the playoff roster, and uh, who knows? You may get a big spot to pinch runner if you have to pinch hit later in the game. Really cool. All right, let's talk to the uh, the guy who just submitted that roster. Uh, we've got on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline the general manager and president of baseball operations for the San Diego Padres. AJ Preller joins us uh, from New York. AJ, good morning to you. Good morning, Padres fans. It's time for the management report. Let's catch up with a member of the front office and get the latest on a Friar Friday. Let's go, Padres. It's the management report with Ben and Woods. Come on. On the home of the Padres, 97.3 The Fan. Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise, playing in the street. I uh, apologize for a little technically long. Hopefully, AJ can hear us all reader. Kicking your can all over the place, singing, We will, we will rock you. AJ, happy playoff Friday to you. It's good to have you on as always. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Man. Not that good, honestly. It, it sounds thank better. Thank you, though, AJ. But, uh, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is uh, it's a pretty exciting day, AJ. Just wanted to get kind of your, your feelings this morning waking up in New York. You know, I mean, obviously a huge, huge game tonight. A lot of hard work, you know, culmination of a lot of hard work. And I know, know it's not over yet, but how are you feeling this morning? Yeah, I think just like everybody else is really excited and looking forward to a great series. And, you know, Mets are a tremendous team. And, you know, again, it's, it's, this, is what, this is what we do this for, you know, as a fan, as a, you know, obviously working for the club uh, to, to get to this position, to have a chance to, to win a World Series. And, uh, yeah, that all starts tonight. So I think everybody's, like, really excited and, uh, and ready to go. Well, we just saw your guys' playoff roster for the Wild Card Series. Uh, we talked about it earlier this week, so we weren't that surprised to see no Mike Clevenger, but wanted to get your your thoughts. I, I, anything to do with the illness, or is that more about holding back a starter for a potential game one on Tuesday if you guys win this series? Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, we factored everything in, and I think, I think ultimately, you know, just a three-game series here in New York, um, you know, I think a little bit less on the, on the starting front. I think we were able to you know, kind of blend between the uh, the pitching and the pen and then, you know, having, you know, having an extra position player in there too. So, again, I think, you know, the play, the structure of the playoffs this year is different. You know, you've got, 
really just one day off after the regular season and then three straight. Um, and then one day off, I believe, and then right into the division series that we're able to advance. So I think we're, you know, you're trying to, to kind of factor it in less off days um, and just trying to, to figure what, what works best for this series. And then also going forward, that, that was all part of the decision, uh, you know, to, to, when we set our roster. Well, and, and how difficult was the decision made by just how well Sean Manaya has been pitching lately? You know, when he did give up runs, it was solo home runs, and then went out uh, last weekend, and, then, you know, the four or five innings, just phenomenal. Uh, did he, like, make your decision harder as you were picking the roster? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Sean's, uh, again, I think both Sean and Clive, they've been, you know, throughout the year, they've been guys that we've counted on the rotation. Sean's thrown the ball well here lately. Yeah, um, you know, it never hurts to add another lefty in there, and you know, I, I think ultimately we know we're going to need everybody if we're going to want to go on a deep run. This is ultimately just the way we settled in on, uh, you know, on the roster for this round. And one guy who is on that roster is Brandon Dixon, who uh, I think a lot of fans didn't really know about what a, a week or so ago, and bunch of casuals has got has gotten his way onto the roster. What what is it about him? What do you, what do you like about Brandon Dixon? What do you think he can do for your team potentially in the postseason? Yeah, I mean it's it's a great story. You know, he's uh you know a, a guy that you know was a high high draft pick out of the University of Arizona and made it to the big leagues and you know got got a little taste of the big leagues and then you know kind of been been out of baseball uh, for for a period of time in terms of you know the major league scene. Went to Japan, played in the minor leagues in Japan, and you know just came up for us halfway through the season and just did nothing but hit. And I put up you know big numbers in the, in the minor leagues in Double A AA and Triple A. And you know, I think he had 14 home runs in September. He's, he's definitely been a hot bat. He's made some adjustments, and I think in, in just a short look for us this week, you know, for Bob, he came in and was productive. You know, I think it's a it's a simple swing, and he's got the ability to change the game with one with one swing, play multiple spots, and, and ultimately, I think Bob really liked him as a as a bench piece for us. Very cool. Talking to uh, Padres President General Manager AJ Preller here on Ben and Woods this morning. Look, we talked to you at various points of the season. You know, we talked to you in spring training. We talked to you at the break. We talked to you after the season. But uh, I know you're always looking towards the next thing, the next day. Does that change with the playoffs uh, here? You know, none of us really have a lot of playoff experience. So does it change for you? Are you are you going to allow yourself to just be in this, in this playoff moment? Or are you still kind of looking down the road at what's to come? No, I think in our group, you know, the, the our group always does that. You know, it's always, again, on the baseball side of things, you always got to be prepared for what's to come. But it's kind of the one time a year, you know, it's been two of the last three years now, 2020 and, and now this year where, you know, you get a chance just to really settle in and enjoy it and watch. And, and this, is what, this is what it's all about. This is what we do this for. So I think all of in our organization, we've got, you know, people all over the place from a scouting standpoint, coaching standpoint, instructional league, uh, amateur tournaments that are going on. But everybody's locked in on on this. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody's. You know, we can, you know, let let some of those things. Uh, you know, we'll we'll have plenty of time to deal with that here in a couple of weeks, hopefully. And you know, I think for right now, it's it's all about the big league team and uh, really just just uh, you know just be in a position to to hopefully uh, play our best baseball and go and can have some fun here in October. AJ, you hear this time of year more than anything. Hey, all it takes is one team getting hot, and we saw it last year with the Braves. Saw it with the the Nationals, and go on a run. Juan Soto was part of that. As you look at your team here, though, it's kind of interesting. I don't know that I saw the Padres ever be insanely hot all season. Conversely, you also avoided, you know, any really long losing streaks, one five-game losing streak all year. That was the, the worst it got. Your team has been pretty consistent. 
do you need to step it up to a different level, or if you just play the, the best level of Padres baseball, do you think that'll be good enough for the postseason? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, like, we, we, we think our team, we've got, you know, starts with starting pitching, um, you know, really, really all the time in, in, in baseball, especially in the postseason. Um, you know, you need a quality pitching staff, and, you know, we like our, our starting staff. We like, you know, Darvish going to the mound tonight and Blake tomorrow. And we think we have a deep bullpen. So that's usually, you know, formula for success. And offensively, we probably haven't, like, you know, swung the bats like we're capable all year. Uh, and it's been some periods of time, and we've seen a little bit more over the last couple of weeks. You know, I, I don't think the playoffs are like a crapshoot. I think, you know, I think, you know, good teams are good teams. And you do always need a little bit of luck, and you need to get hot at the right time. And, you know, again, I think uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully starting tonight we, we start doing that and, and then have some fun here the next couple of weeks. You hear a lot from players and coaches, got to focus on ourselves, got to take care of our own business. But how much do you have to react to what the other team does? The Mets, you know, what they've decided to do with their pitching rotation here with Max Scherzer going game one, and you may be holding back Jacob DeCrom, depending on the results tonight. How much reaction do you do to the opponent in the postseason? Yeah, I don't, I don't know much, much about reaction. I think it's really just being prepared. You know, we have advanced scouts, you know, two, two scouts that are basically the last week, three weeks have just been sitting on the different playoff possible teams. So, in this case, two of our two of our scouts on the uh, on the pro side, Don Biola and Logan White, they've just been sitting on the bat. So, you know, they're prepared, and their coaching staff does a great job, Bob, and the group of, you know, kind of knowing, hey, this is – we haven't seen them since July, but these are the things to be ready for. And – Ultimately, I think that's that's all you can ask for, and I think you know I think we go out and you know do what we do best. I think that's probably the biggest thing, uh, but then be prepared for for what the Mets may present. Uh, hopefully, now, it lines up for us. Now, are you ready, AJ? Because I know during the season you can go off and and you may be at a minor league affiliate, you may be scouting, you may catch some games from from your box up there in the playoffs. You know the cameras always like to find oh, yeah. the general manager and find you. see what he's doing and, and put you on camera so they can talk about you a little bit. Are you ready for the game tonight? Yeah, we're we're definitely ready. I think <laughs> you know again, and you know this is uh, this is what you do it for. So I think uh, you know at the end of the day. You know, it's uh, ultimately, you know, it's a long season on the baseball side. I'm proud of our group. I'm proud of the way Bob has gotten this, uh, you know, this team to this position. You know, we like our team, and now it is. It's time to kind of sit back, put your fan hat on, and enjoy. So, yeah, we're, we're ready to, uh, to hopefully enjoy a long ride here going forward. Well, I know there's still uh, many hours to go until you get there, and uh, you can be nervous. Whatever you need to do, we'll let you get back to your uh, routine for today, but we do appreciate you giving us a few minutes here. Uh, unless you want to make some playoff uh, predictions for other teams. You know, M's, <laughs> gotta, you like gotta, the gotta M's? Go, gotta, gotta All right, I got figured. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we wish you uh, the best. Good luck. You know, we'll be pulling for you. Uh, appreciate your time, AJ, as always. All right, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. There he is, Padres president of baseball operations, general manager A.J. Preller on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Normally, i got to take a break because we uh, we took an extra one before A.J. All we have to do is pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Ben and Woods on the 97.3 The Fan Radio Network.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.